People of Earth, attention! This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. All Better Audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention! This is a production from the 4077. Making audio sound all better. That is all. All Better Audio in association with the 4077 presents Victoria, Empress of the Universe Episode 3, The Thorns of a Dilemma Written and produced by Victor Aurelius Captain, we will enter the Martian atmosphere in 42 seconds. What if we strike the atmosphere of the planet on a direct angle? Going across the atmosphere, not into it. Aye, Commander York, like skipping stones on the loch. Might just lower a descent, Lieutenant Booth. Make it so. Commander, dragging that alien ship with us will make it difficult to navigate. We could fire the Tesladian weapon and attempt to blast it off our nose. Is that still charged? Captain, 23 seconds. Aye, Captain. Full power. Fire weapon, Lieutenant Fox. Wide burst. Firing weapon, sir. The Britannia is free of the alien hull, Captain. Captain, only five seconds to Mars. Brace for impact. Aye, Lieutenant Booth, that's it. Be gentle with her. But Britannia is a big girl. She likes a steady hand guiding her. <laughs> Aye, sir, I know. My wife is nearly 18 stone. Blimey, you do know how to handle a big woman. Steady on, men. Keep your minds on your tusks. What is that infernal racket? Sir, engines have gone offline. It seems we've burned up all our fuel. Find us somewhere soft to land, Commander York. Booty's too busy at the rudder. Aye, sir. If we continue on our current path, we will strike the Martian Palace. <laughs> Not the diplomatic approach I'd hoped. But if we turn 23 degrees to the south, we will land in the Martian Desert. Booth, can you get us there? I'll do my best, Captain. Good lad.
I believe we've arrived, gentlemen. Although, the Britannia has seen better days. Agreed. Should we radio the palace that we are in need of assistance? Ah, York. Even our own engineers can't repair this much damage. Damn it, it don't look like Big Van Desert, where my great grand pathic rode up. Please, look, everyone, return to the cabins. We will have transportation here soon enough. What in Mighty big game birds they got here. Mr. Bush, do not fire. It is my God-given right as an American to bear arms. Oh, I, 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 I've been hit. Oh, Dr. Heath, a passenger has been struck down. I'm a doctor. I believe you'll find a Drupal to be the culprit, Watson. Yes, yes, I see. What are those creatures flying toward us? Those are the Bafusu, bird people, one of the two races of Mars, and they do not look very happy. Captain Marcus Bowman. A ship has crashed and we could use some assistance. I'm sorry, I, I don't understand, but what we need. Why? I say, you're on a diplomatic mission? Oh no. No one is to go on the sand and retrieve the bodies. Why, Dr. Heath? Because it is sacred ground to the Bafosu. It is the land where they believe Tyros resides. Interesting. Tyros, being the Martian god of knowledge, may actually be connected to Tyr, uh, the Norse god of war, justice, and order. I don't understand, Holmes. Tyr, Tyros... What is a connection other than sounding similar? Tyr is also more commonly known as the Roman god of war. Or, in other words, Mars. Brilliant, Mr. Holmes. I may have underestimated you. Yes, there was a connection. A long time ago. Oh. Yes? Yes, I understand. He says that we have disturbed this sacred dwelling place and that a sacrifice is demanded. Dr. Heath, how do you know what he's saying? That, that's a bit difficult to explain. But what I tell you is true. You must trust me. <coughs> Amazing! Uh, what did you tell him, Dr. Heath? That's not important right now. The given us time to decide who will be sacrificed. Move the Britannia and allow them to re-sanctify the land. What about the captain, the commander, and the American? They will be retrieved in due time, Watson. 
Now, we must go to the palace and decide who will be sacrificed. Transport ship arriving in Palace Hangar. Magnificent! This is amazing! The architecture is somewhat reminiscent of Mayan temples, although I do see influences of Babylonian and Egyptian culture. Dear mother, the Martians were influences to those cultures. The Martian palace is over 500,000 years old. My goodness! And it is well maintained for its age. The Martians are a meticulous and vastly intelligent race. Hello, gentlemen. I am G7B. I have been appointed to take you to the main audience chamber for a meeting with Queen Zainea. She is most saddened to hear of your ordeal with the Bafosu. An automaton that floats at eye level? We prefer to be called androids or synthetic life forms. And yes, I do employ an anti-grav propulsion. Uh, I do apologize. No need to apologize, Dr. Watson. I am fully aware of your human shortcomings and no offense was taken. Please step into the transport tube. <laughs> Why are you sniggering, Holmes? And what is your assessment of me, my dear synthetic person? Sherlock Holmes is a brilliant detective, an observer of traits and body language, and has the uncanny ability to deduce a great deal of information from very few clues. Uncanny. You also tend to be quite verbose in your deductions. Rather than getting to the direct point and saving time and effort, you seem to drone on about the smallest details. <laughs> well, she is good. <clears throat> How long until we arrive? In 3.2 seconds, Earth time. <laughs> Hurry, the Queen will arrive in a moment. Bow your heads. Do not speak to her unless she speaks to you first. And also refer to the Queen as Your Radiant Majesty. Sounds a bit like home, doesn't it, gentlemen? Yes. Isn't she doubly beautiful? Doubly, indeed. Holmes, she, she has just two heads. I know. Well, two heads are better than, well, well, not my one, but yours, Watson. Yes. Now, shush. Visitors of Earth. Your arrival to our world resulted in dire circumstances once again. Who speaks for Britannia? I do, your most radiant majesty. I am Sherlock Holmes. I have been sent by Queen Victoria to negotiate mutually beneficial terms of diplomacy for our two worlds. 
There are many governments on earth, Mr. Holmes. Why should we discuss terms with your queen and not the nation's leaders? I do not speak for them, Your Majesty. They may discuss their own issues if they must. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll resolve the sacrilege in a moment, Dark Hell. I will stand in judgment, Queen Zynia. Marcus? <clears throat> Captain Bowman. The rumors of your death have been exaggerated. The Bafusu are a fair race. They merely use Jaruk thorns on Commander York and myself. Luckily, your medical staff administered the antitoxin and, well, here we are. I'm relieved, but we must deal with the desecration of sacred land. As our laws state, there must be a sacrifice to re-sanctify the desert. As captain of the Britannia, that punishment must fall upon me. I'm the highest ranking officer aboard the Britannia. Your most radiant majesty. I remember you, boy. You were in Lord Parrington's charge until his death. Begging your pardon, your majesty. I am much more than that. Boy, do not do this. I must, Mycroft. It is my duty. Your majesty, I am Prince Victor Edward Albert. I am the youngest son of Queen Victoria. This makes me the captain's superior. I will bear full responsibility for the Britannia's desecrating holy ground. I see. Guards, take the prince into custody until moons rise. Then he will be taken to Tiro's tower and be cast into oblivion. Your Majesty, I really must protest. This action will not be taken lightly by our government. Queen Victoria will not stand for this. You have a visitor, Earth Prince. Mycroft? What are you doing here? Your Royal Highness, I have been in contact with your mother. And although she understands the magnitude of your gesture... She encourages me to negotiate with the Martian Queen and tender a compromise that will satisfy all parties involved. Mycroft, I appreciate your help, but I cannot allow Captain Bowman to be sacrificed, nor can I allow anyone on the Britannia to be chosen. I know my mother will understand why I am doing this. She will not cause a war between our world and Mars. I do this of my own free will, and there is no one who will be to blame. Oh, Victor, you have grown to be a, a wise prince and a proficient diplomat. And you believe that I am being foolish? Well, yes. Yes, I do. Mycroft, you know, you've been like a father to me. I know my own father has taught me much about being a prince and about duty and honor. But you, you have taught me that not all things are obvious. That one must take risks, even if those risks may turn out to be harmful or deadly. Not only are we given a license to kill in the Secret Service, 
we also must know when it is time to die for a worthy cause. You get your stubborn streak from your mother. <laughs> I know. I see there is no change in your mind. I will be back before they take you to the tower. I will tell your mother that you are brave and that you love her. I want to apologize. I'm sorry that I heard your conversation. It was not intentional. I don't mind. You are doing your duty guarding me. And you are doing your duty as well. I suppose. But I cannot allow another to... Sleep for now. All will be made apparent soon enough. Gentlemen, this will be your quarters during your stay here in the palace. There is a private kitchen, bathing area, and individual sleep quarters. Mr. Holmes, Queen Zainea, has requested a private meeting. It is scheduled in one Earth hour. Thank you. You are most welcome. Oh, G7B, is there a library that I can visit? I need to study before the meeting. On the wall behind you. All knowledge is free. I will return to escort you to the Queen in 58 minutes, Earth time. I'm exhausted, Holmes. I think a long bath would be quite refreshing. Indeed, Watson. Relax and get some rest. I need to learn about Martian law practices. Curious. I don't see any books or even a computation device. How do I learn about Martian law? Query. Please define your search, Mr. Sherlock Holmes. Extraordinary. The wall spoke. Who are you? I am the local access point to the great repository of knowledge, Dr. John Watson. Amazing! It is quite unsettling to speak to a disembodied voice. I understand. Perhaps. This is more to your liking? Mrs. Hudson, how? My hand passed straight through her. No doubt a projection in three dimensions to appear as a familiar acquaintance. That is correct, Mr. Holmes. Now, please tell me what you want to learn. Images will appear on the wall behind me, and I will help you in any way possible. I will be in the bath if you need me. You and this imitation Mrs. Hudson enjoy your studies. Before I ask about legal matters pertaining to Prince Victor's pending execution, I do have a few questions about another subject. Your most radiant majesty, Sherlock Holmes is here. Excellent. Leave us, please. Your most radiant majesty. You can dispense with radiant majesty formalities, Sherlock. You can call me Zanea. Zanea, I am here to plead for the life of Prince Victor. Yes, yes, I know. 
I'm quite certain we can discuss these matters amicably. I see. May I ask how we are to accomplish this feat? We're both mature beings, Sherlock. Yes. Yes, we are. And I do find human males to be quite attractive. Oh, you do, do you? I told you I was not to be disturbed. The prince has escaped. He is not appearing on any security monitors. Sentries have been dispatched to search the palace. Inform me when he's been captured. So, Mr. Holmes, how did you manage to free the prince? I did nothing of the kind. Perhaps... Perhaps? What? (coughs) Mr. Holmes... Security! Yes, my queen? Superhuman doctor, I believe Mr. Holmes is dead. One will be there momentarily, your majesty. Paint tiros. I did not drink the wine as well. A doctor is here, your majesty. I was told about you. I know you're a trusted human, and you were helpful when Lord Parrington was killed. But this, I'm afraid, this is... This man is dead. I got here as quickly as I... Dr. Heath? Dr. Watson, I'm afraid Sherlock Holmes is dead. Preposterous! Let me examine him. Holmes is notorious for staging illnesses and the like. Holmes, wake up! Holmes! Dr. Watson, the man is dead. I will have some tests run, but... What is it? I can't be sure, but I detect the faint odour of jarg essence. What? May I, Your Majesty? Concentrated jarg essence. Surely you can give him the antidote, as you did with the others. Only if it were that simple. One form, perhaps two or three, will render someone close to death and preserve our life for several hours. Maybe even a day, but in this concentration. So, Holmes is dead? I... I can't believe it. No, no, I won't believe it. Wake up, Holmes. You will not go out this way. I won't allow you the satisfaction, you old fool. (laughs) Dr. Watson, I grieve for your loss. Sherlock Holmes shall be treated with the highest respect we can give him. I will contact the Bafosu to tell them that Sherlock Holmes gave his life for the life of Prince Victor. Perhaps they will accept this as a tribute to Tiros and consider the land sanctified. With the prince missing, we don't want war on our world. We can only hope this will satisfy their religious beliefs. Guard, bring the royal litter. Immediately, your majesty. Sherlock Holmes will be placed in the crypt of Ka'aguru for three days until his inner fire is released. When the Bartania is repaired, he will return to Earth for his final rest, like Lord Parrington did on his last departure. <laughs> I don't understand. Inner fire? The inner fire is what they call the soul of Dr. Watson. 
All dead must be taken to the crypt in order to allow their soul enough time to leave their body. Oh, I see. Certainly. This insignificant planet. We don't want them to save the Earth from enslavement, do we? <laughs> no, Admiral. Our plans have come too far to allow that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Empress of the Universe, Episode 3, The Thorns of a Dilemma, written, directed, and produced by Victor Aurelius. Featured in the cast were Matt Weller as Lieutenant Booth, Michael Breckenridge as Commander York, Joel Nesbitt as Captain Marcus Bowman, Victor Aurelius as Lieutenant Fox, Jeff Niles as Horace Bush, Ellie Hirschman as Dr. John Watson. Jeff Niles as Sherlock Holmes. Alex Gilmore as Dr. Neville Heath. Brian Reed as the Britannia ship steward and Prince Victor Edward Albert. Jeff Niles as Mycroft Holmes. Rachel Rumler as G7B. Lisa Dyer Cross as Queen Zynea. Billy Flynn as Guard One. Barry Moffat as the Martian Library. Lisanne Hayward as Mrs. Hudson. Joseph A. Base as Guard 2. Victor Aurelius as Admiral Shakar. And Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Major Luchet. Music by Kevin MacLeod. Sound design by Victor Aurelius. Copyright the 4077th and All Better Audio 2013. This has been an all-better audio production. This production was stitched together by, by the Paul making audio sound all-better. Hey everyone, it's Mark from Leap Audio. I'm here to tell you about something really exciting. July 24 through 26 of 2020, Halifax, Nova Scotia, we are gathering together in the world's first international modern audio drama convention and family reunion. Inspired in part 
by the living, loving memory of our dear friend Bill Hallweg, we're bringing together writers, producers, actors, and our fans for workshops, seminars, and even live performances. So join us, won't you? Go to madcon.com. That's www.mad-con.com for more information. I hope to see you in Halifax in 2020.